What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We in the Fight Club recapping UFC Vegas 71, aka Fight Night Pavlovich versus Blades. As always, go down, like, and subscribe, and comment what you thought of the card, or talk your shit if you're on a heater, whatever you want to say. But as always, I'm Paul Pickham with him, Concha, and I'm joined with... You already know! But if you don't, I don't mind telling you again that it's your boy, Kev Waterboy Savoy. AKA Lil KK, AKA the Don PYE, AKA the realest motherfucker on your screen. And we coming with the energy, man. It was a lit ass night of fighting. You had Bellator, them boys was bumping, knocking shit out. You had Tank versus Garcia, knocking shit out. Motherfucking. I even heard that that um, the London card, that shit all the way that um, Eddie Hearn, you know, his sneaky ass put together. They was fucking shit up out there. Part of the year over there. But we here to talk UFC Vegas 71. And I were like five first round knockouts for this car, Paul. People was getting in and getting out all night. It was fun. I enjoyed this card. I'm not going to lie. This card was the first card in a while that was like first like low key fight night that I wasn't really distracted. But like it's been a great fucking, it's been a, I liked it, man. How'd you feel about this card? Man, fuck this card, bro. <laughs> I got fucking killed on the bets. Like, I got absolutely slaughtered. Verdict, I came in, like, third place. Like, no, I didn't even come in. I came in fourth place on Verdict. I couldn't even get a gold, bronze, silver, nothing, bro. Like, like the one fight where I, at one point I thought maybe this is could make up for how lackluster I felt like the card was when I was watching it was the Bobby Green fight, and then Bobby Green gets a fucking headbutt, and, and the fight turns into a no contest, which it should have. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't a headbutt. But still, like, other than the main event, co-main event, and then the Lucinda fight, I don't know. I wasn't... I The Muhammad Usman fight was boring, because Usman just was sitting on top of him the whole time, but then when Taka would get up for 10 seconds, he would piece him up. But, like, he would still lose that round because you know you can't begin sit on for four minutes. But overall, I had a, I had, I just had a, a very poor fight night because of my bets. They uh, what'd you go wrong, homie? We was eating. You've been you've been heating all week. This is the same guy that was at UFC two eighty seven. You was not only telling the guy next to you who these fighters were, like you didn't know who Kevin Holland was, cool dude. But you was also showing them like, yeah, I, I bet that. I bet Izzy. I bet Izzy. Yeah. I, I bet Kevin Holland. I bet. I, I did The only bet I missed was the um, font versus y'all. Um, like, what happened? Well, the Curtis Blades the fight to go over a round and a half died. <laughs> Curtis Blades thought he could box with <laughs> Sergey. Shot like, well, but that, that was probably a big bet. And then the other one was, um, I took Matthew Smellersberger or whatever his name uh, versus Jeremiah Wells. And Jeremiah Wells just kept fucking body slamming his ass from the side, man, all over the cage. So, I mean, like I said, man, it's the people I was putting my money into and the stuff just kind of cooked me. Cook my boy. Damn. All right, man. Hey, look on the bright side. I didn't lose any money this weekend. Oh, I stayed at the house. We bought. I bought all I bought this weekend was a bottle of Tito's, some food, had the homies over, and we was watching the fights, enjoying ourselves. You so, lost your time with this mid card, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoyed it. There's everything you want when you're drunk with the homies. People getting knocked the fuck out, and there were Uno, Dos. Even a, you could kind of consider the Bobby Green 
fight or first round finish. <laughs> like, <laughs> Arguably, I mean, that's you not know, wrong. Bobby Green definitely celebrated like it, he did knock his ass out first. <laughs> And I'm over here telling people that never watch MMA before, like, yeah, that's what we fucking do over here, MMA, bitches. Oh, it was a fun night. <laughs> I will say the first fight was kind of lit because uh, the KO that Brady High Sting got because he was getting whooped for two rounds. And then the third round, the other guy just completely got tired, gassed out, and just gave up. And the High Sting just on top of him and punching him. Like, it's like... And then all of a sudden the fight's over and everyone's just like, wow, he just gave up. Like, he just completely gassed himself out. Whatever. Like, people was on the other guy's head. Like, they don't white cuts people for shit like this. But shit, other people were like, Brady Highstrand, like, I mean, what a, I mean, what kind of lit comeback. If going into that third round, I was like, damn, bro, he got cooked. <laughs> that third round comeback win. Got out my boy. Got the heart of the line. But they had, they had, the, they had the, um, they had the motherfucking, they had my dog Muhammad Uzman. I know that's your favorite Uzman. Like, but Junior Topper was lighting his ass up. Like I'm talking about stand up, cracking his shit. I thought, you, I thought Uzman was gonna die at certain points. He was just <laughs> like, like, but then Uzman was shoot. Uzman got like a takedown second round and just rode it. And then they got a takedown in the third round and rode it. And Toffa just was not able to get back to his feet. But, like, he got back to his feet for, like, 20 seconds in the end of the third round. And, like, he almost knocked his ass out again. I was just like, this is, like, he keeps wobbling Usman, but it's too short of times. I don't know. So, like, that, like, I don't know. I was pissed at the split decision. Or, no, it was a Namus decision. But for uh, Usman, I was just like, bro, I thought we was judging damage. I saw that on Twitter. A couple people said that same exact thing. That was but the start of my bad day. Oh, the back-to-back knockouts? No, no. That, I'm just saying that was the start of my bad bets. <laughs> was that one right there. But the back-to-back knockouts where? The Montel Jackson and... My boy, Christos Giagos. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at it right now. Sheesh. The way he walked off on his ass. My favorite part is when you knock somebody out and you walk off on his ass. And Montel Jackson was like a minus six hundred favorite. Like, oh, the Giagos one. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Montel Jackson's was clean. I remember uh, he. Um, I can't remember exactly what he did, but I, I just know going into that fight, I'm like, bro, minus six hundred favorite. He better go in there and dominate. And I mean, he definitely did. No, that's fire as fuck, man. And then my dog Giagos got the knockdown and walked off. <laughs> Let him know. Both first round knockouts. Everybody lit. People, bro, you got to remember, Paul, I'm still on crutches. So motherfuckers are in my house standing up like, ah. I'm like, yeah, that's what they do out here. But then after that, we had a spur of some decisions. Jeremiah Wells gets a split decision over Matthew Smellsberger. And like I said, he was straight up body slamming him. The strength of Jeremiah Wells to just keep on, because wrestling is tiring. You don't want to keep picking somebody up in the air, especially in a five-minute round. Like, you get tired fast. He just kept going. He had a Marab type type of mindset. Like, yeah, we're gonna every time you get back up, I'm gonna drop you right back, motherfucking down. And but there like, were times that some Smellsberger was looking good, like in between the slams. But then the slam 
was almost inevitably coming every time. Like, and these weren't just like takedowns. Like you had, if you were watching the fight, these weren't like this is six for ten takedowns. Yeah, but these are six for ten. Fucking putting him on my shoulder, jumping and putting him on his back. Like it was some. He's strong as shit. Like he is compact, five nine, all muscle. He's like Joe Quan Buckley type of muscle. Buff. 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 Yeah. That's <laughs> You don't have to know. Like, he just looking at him, he's like, yeah, he he can beat somebody up. You don't need to know he, if he has BJJ in his background or not. You just, <laughs> you just see him on the street. Like, I'm not fucking with him. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Hey, before we get into the rest of the cards, right? This is the rest of the fun fights, right? So this is some funny shit that we was talking in the chat the other day. What do you do? When you're minding your own business, right? You see a motherfucker looking at you the way you don't like. You're a little drunk. You go up to his ass. You say, hey, man, the fuck you looking at? Fuck, what the fuck is this shit? Hopefully you don't go up like that. But you, you just come out some shit. you like, fuck that man. And he pulls, he looks, he reaches into his jacket. And you're like, oh, shit, you got a gun. But instead, he pulls out nunchucks. And he gets a... What do you do in that situation? Because that was a topic. That was a topic of debate last night. <laughs> Going for a single leg. <laughs> <laughs> you better than me. I said I'm fine. I'm. Hey, yo, my bad. I think he was looking at the guy next to me, and I, I, it was a confusion. Having a bad day. My wife just cheated on me. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you? What are you drinking on tonight? Can I get you a drink real quick? <laughs> Because the nigga with nunchucks is looking for problems. Like, that's just that's just what I've learned. Anybody with nunchucks on them at all times is looking for problems. No, that's facts. <laughs> you got to know you're good with them if you're bringing them to the fight. Yeah. And then he just showed, he just showcased talent. He was like, yo, he could probably play ping pong on some Bruce Lee shit. You probably play ping pong with the nunchucks. He's like a master at this shit. And he was just like, finally, somebody tried to yeah, no intentions of watching the card. He just came in there like, I think it's fighting. You know, you say it like that. You say it like that. I'm just like, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know his background, he's been pent up for 10,000 years. We're waiting, waiting for the first person to try him. Oh, man. No, that's hilarious, bro. But, but that's, all right, man, that, that's basically you. what I'll happened in the next fight. But it's been Lucindo versus uh, Brogan Walker. And Lucindo, like, I'm a Brogan Walker fan. You know, I watched these tough. Yeah, but Muhammad Usman is surprisingly 2 0. <laughs> like, people thought he had no future. I'm people. And then Isman Lucindo is <laughs> showing other tough fighter. Like, she just absolutely beat the dog shit out of her. <laughs> I was like, there's no politically correct way of saying it. She was bleeding. It was, <laughs> it was like, Four or five on takedowns. Like, Brogan Walker just didn't look like a UFC fighter in the ring, uh, in the octagon with her. She looked like an NBA 10 day contract type of player in there against, okay. <laughs> against like a LeBron James. Right? It, was kind of, it was filthy what they did to her. <laughs> That's on Dana White, bro. He has a secret <laughs> knowing that he set that up. Dana White did that. Yeah. I'm fucking crying, dog. Oh man, you're not gonna be doing my dog Brogan Walker like that. She she's gonna come back better, faster, stronger. She can't come back any worse. 
<laughs> I can say that, but she's definitely coming back better. Look, we're going to have Brogan Walker on this show, and I'm going to play this clip, and I'm going to be like, Paul, think you got to strap up. She's coming for us. <laughs> I'm going to be ready. I'm going to have 15 minutes of footage that back up every statement I'm saying right now. <laughs> the first, second, and third round on standby. Oh, man. But all right, man. That's fucking funny, man. But what's up, man? So, Bobby, we we talking in the next fight, or we going straight to Bobby Green? Bobby Green is the next fight. We're in the, the no contest. I mean, was it was it a fight? I mean, I don't even know. I got they gave me my money back on Bovada. Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, here you go, bro. My bad. No bet. He got voided. So I mean, it was Jared Gordon looked pretty good for a big for a big underdog for the first couple of round, but then. Uh, of course, the clash of heads, and it was a big clash of heads. It caused him to fall. It caused the knockdown, and then uh, the commission, the commission looked it over, and they said, "Yeah, <laughs> but that's a no contest." That's crazy, and like this is just after Jared Gordon kind of got cheated. Kind everybody believes he got robbed against Patty. Like every other, every time we say robbery, it really be a close fight, and like we just don't know what the judges exactly were looking at, but. We feel like he got robbed. We uh, was like straight up went to the bank, mask on, said, give me all your money type. What's next for my dog, Jared Gordon? He said he can't catch a break. What's next for my boy? Well, people were saying on Twitter, but also Twitter is never usually right half the time after fights. But they're saying hopefully to get a rematch in a couple of weeks from now, maybe a month from now, because the fight was competitive. But at the same time, like, I could definitely see both of these guys moving on and find someone else in the next month or two. Like, the you rare because they're both kind of that gatekeeper guy kind of now outside the top 15 will give you a good tough fight. And it was kind of cool that the UFC put these two guys against each other instead of having them fight young pro younger prospects like they have been for the last few fights of their career. And kind of backfired. So maybe Dana White just is like, all right, yeah, you back to the young prospect, but we don't go. And also, it's King Green. We'll see, mate. But hey, man, this is when the street of first round knockouts came. My boy said, "Boom!" When he caught him, and it was—I could say that we saw this was a knockout. Do you think it was an early stoppage in this next fight? Oh wait, hold on—we didn't even announce the fight. My bad. Uh, no, we used to go right into Bruno Silva. I mean, it was—I thought it was a little early, but he was hitting him with some dynamite, like because he got hit with a couple shots early in the round, and he just kept moving forward. But when he landed his hands on the chin, like it, it was cracking Tavares, and Tavares trying to get away, get cracked again, drop. Yeah, it, I thought this probably should have gone on for one or two more punches because Tavares got up pretty quick after like he got stopped. But also, like, the ref saw what we were seeing, like you getting cracked. <laughs> Shit was a war when it was in the field. The, the combo that um Sylvia used was insane. Just the fucking. He already kind of wobbled him with a hook, I think. They kind of they had a couple exchanges. Tavares was still throwing. Next thing you know, that knee, and then that sets up the motherfucking, I swear, it looked like an anime a little bit or just like a TV show because he just looked like on some one-punch man shit. He brought that bitch all the way back and just, boom. And it looked like, and it was, Tavares was really about to crack his ass with something, but he said, nah, me first. Boom, dropped him, and then he started dropping him. And I would have said, it's, I still think it was a good finish. I think I think it was a good stoppage because, like, it was going to be a couple more punches, and I don't know if Tavares was going to move out the way for those next two punches. He could have. He could have. But 
damn, that was a good, that was a great knockout for Bruno Silva. I didn't know who he was, but I'm not a fan. Former M1 champion came to the UFC, looked really good, and then he uh last fight before this one. The reason why I didn't think he would win, um, but I didn't make him hurt it, so that helped me. But one thing that was scary was Gerard Mearshart got who just got KO'd by Joe Pfeiffer. Like he not, doesn't have good hands. He was boxing up Bruno Silva in his last fight. So people were, and Bruno Silva looked like an older man kind of kind of deal. So people thought he might be done. But you got a good win here that kind of rewrites all that. The vets have been barking these last couple of weeks. Yeah, like what, three, two or three? We had um, Edson Barbosa get the knockout last week. Bruno Silva this week. The vets been barking, man. Whew. Well, not this last, this next fight, the, the main event, the young gun, Russian Terminator, the destroyer of worlds, Sergey Pavlovich, just fucking. <laughs> Making it, it's just absolutely insane. Another first round finish. Like this is, they they gave him some older vets to start his career. Okay, slumped him. I know the over team lost, but he slumps Jamil. He slumps um, but then they give him Ty Tuivasa, Derek Lewis, Curtis Blade. These are the three hitters. The four, five, three, four, and five. All first round KOs. Six straight, dog. The the best, the longest act, the longest streak ever was um. Chuck Liddell, I think, with seven or eight at um, but six straight first round finishes in a row is insane. I want to say it was just knockouts, but like six straight first round finishes, he's killing everybody. He has no, you have no choice. You only have the only reason, and it's tough that Tom Aspinall got hurt in that Blades fight because I feel like this fight was supposed to be Sergey versus Aspinall in London would have been a big deal, but motherfucking, you got to give him John Jones. Like, there's nobody else next. Like, I'm hoping. That John gets the um Stipe fight and then fights one more, so we can really see because we're not going to see his full potential against anybody. I think he's killing he's killing Cyril Gunn, who's probably going to be his next fight. He's and the the best we got is like we got to wait for Aspinall to get healthy again. Aspinall get a fight, beat somebody, maybe beat somebody else, and then catch up to whatever Sergey got going on because it's probably going to be a title for the vacant championship. But it's like fuck, we're I don't know if we're ever going to have to see what his wrestling really looks like because. This motherfucker is, is crazy nice with the hands. He's he's gonna smother you, and he's punching through. He's punching you so hard that in your guard, he's making it through the guard. Like this motherfucker is a fucking animal. But his left hand jab was cracking. Just the jab, like because he was landing hooks. But I feel like Curtis Blades was eating these hooks. But when he hit a jab, you would see Curtis Blades do like a wobble back. And I'm like, bro, that's just his left hand jab. Is just cracking shit. Then the uppercut. He literally twists his hand through the guard and then turns it. Like that's boxing shit right there. Like that's some that's some baki shit. That's some oh you in the guard? Okay. Like he's a monster. The someone did but Curtis Blades shot one takedown. And I felt like there should have been more survival mode for Curtis Blades. Like that was not Chris Dacus in front of him. That was Sergey Pavlovich. And he was like willingly to stand there and he shoots that one takedown, gets stuff, and he never like people were like yeah, but we'll continue to get stuff. It's like yeah, well, what what what's worse that could have happened? You got knocked out in the first round trying to stand there with it. Like at least I just thought you should have tried to wrestle a little bit more, get into the clinch maybe, just fucking survive. That's why I took the over one and a half rounds. I thought we would at least see some wrestling, more wrestling. But I mean, Sergey Pavlovich has destroyed everybody he's had to fight so far.
Yeah, he's a fucking animal, monster, Terminator. And he's the next heavyweight champion because until, like, Tom Aspinall gets back right, that's the next probably the best person for him to fight. He's running through everybody. I think, through I think this is what's going to end up happening. I think John Jones versus Stipe is kind of already set. It's easy to promote the, the GOAT versus the heavyweight GOAT. Um, Madison Square Garden. And Gabriel said that he thinks it's going to be a double retirement if they um in Madison Square Garden. And I kind of I agree with that. And I think it'll be a vacant title. And it'll be Sergey versus Cyril Gaon. Because I'm not sure if Aspinall's fully back 100%. I don't, and I think Cyril Gaon, like who, who else would, other than Aspinall and Cyril Gaon, and I just don't think Aspinall's fully healthy yet. Maybe he is. But I just think it'll be uh, Cyril Gaon versus Sergey Pavlovich, which would be very fun. I think fun striking. Oh, uh, yeah. Motherfucking, it's going to be like, it's this heavyweight division just is waiting on. That's the new hitter. Like that's the person that's gonna hold this shit down for a second. And his reach is—that's what someone pointed out. Like his reach is eighty-four inches. It's absolutely insane. So you have to shoot from a far distance on him, and he can see it coming from a mile away. Because the moment you get within his reach, he's tagging you up. So you have to shoot from outside eighty the eighty-four inch reach, and that's why he can stuff those takedowns because he sees it coming from such a far away. Yeah, this motherfucker is. And he can wrestle. Like, and nobody knows. You get to see it, and he can fucking wrestle. Right. Saw how natural that sprawl looked. Facts. Motherfucker, he said, he said, you know, he said that the, um, the UFC doesn't pay, doesn't pay for, um, for like fighting, for wrestling and grappling and stuff like that. They want to see people get hurt. So that's what I do. I heard him. And he definitely showed that he's hurt the top tier divisions of like he's just he made the top tier division look like the bottom tier division because he's beat them all the same fashion effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And Cyril Gon's next. Like that's the unless Cyril Gon doesn't want the fight, that's the next one. <sighs> I mean, my best got murdered this card. Curtis Blades got murdered this card. Brogdon Walker got murdered this card. It was a bad weekend for a lot of us. <laughs> This this actually I enjoyed the weekend. While we're here though, you want to talk mother? You seen that? You seen that knockout in the motherfucking Bellator fight, the Apache Mix fight? No, I did not. I'm intrigued though. So like, bro, it was fucking crazy. It was um, we talked about it a little bit on our interview with um. Drake I heard, Ryan. yeah, I heard of him breaking it down, and I was like, oh shit, like some big shit. I, bro, I was so sour after this UFC card. <laughs> It was a fuck all MMA. I did see the one knockout, which oh my god! <laughs> and bro, look at the time. Oh damn! The time went away, but I just saw the knee on the chin. It was like three minutes and forty eight seconds into the fight. Wow! 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 Boom. I did. I did see the one knockout where this guy Langhart. AKA the legend killer, they call him. He moved, he, he now he's the double champ at one because he moved the weight class to fight the champ at a different weight class, which was a legend that was unbeaten for like nine years or some crazy shit. And he KO'd him viciously. And I was like, oh my God. It's been a good weekend for combat sport. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was a fun fucking. Oh, I see what you're talking about. I see what you're talking about. You're talking about. Oh, no, I'm thinking something else. But I was, yeah, I just seen that shit. It was a fucking fun-ass, um, it was a fun-ass weekend of fighting. Tank, watching Tank knock out Garcia. Um, Tank beat the Garcia with a liver punch was hurtful. Look at that haggity shit. But 
This was vicious. That's it. Oh yeah, no, that yeah, there's still more to it. He gets back up. Oh, he gets back. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. And this guy was unbeaten for like nine years to eleven years or some shit, bro. He and this this Brit, I think he's British, bro, is um they calling him the legend killer. Watch this, bro. He smelled blood in the water, right? Oh, He put the good good night. Good night, everybody. It was a good, good time. But no, it was a great fight. How what were you doing during the tank fight? Where'd you watch the tank? How'd you watch the um KO? Uh watching at the crib. It was a good fight. Fucking I don't think that's not the liver, but someone was saying it's just as bad. Like you can't breathe if someone hits you right there and shit. I think it was Marcus that I was talking to. Right. And, and it looks like Marcus is ready to fight. So he not fight. He's ready to go to war with the USC Twitter. <laughs> you have some big UFC account is like ninety nine point nine nine percent of UFC fighters would get up and punch like this. And then he was, uh, and Marcus was like, "I'm about to go at him, bro. I'm about to go at him." And it was crazy because you miss it if you don't see it. Because like it was Ryan spamming the um, hooks again, and it's just boom, catchy, and now walking off. Just, ow, that hurt. <laughs> A lot of finishes this weekend. Yeah, great. Great night for fucking being drunk and just watching somebody get hurt. Yeah, but I love it. Don't go to sleep. It was a, the weekend for that. Not facts. Fact. I was up this weekend, but it was great, man. I love the man. I'm over here running around on one ankle watching these shits. And that's why I enjoyed the card so much. Cause like there's so many times I almost stand up, stood straight up, like, oh shit. And I'm like, oh, hold on. Where my where my boot at? <laughs> ah shit. Uh, yeah. But hey man. This has been the motherfucking Totally Blitz podcast. You feel me, man? We always be talking that good shit. Gotta talk about the whole fight weekend because it was fucking great. UFC Vegas 71. I enjoyed it, man. Paul, we're going to come back better with the bets next week, we'll man. Be back. It was a great time, man. Please make sure you tune into it. We got a special interview with the One-Eyed Dragon himself. Then one of Bellator's new signings coming out, too. Make sure you tune into the boxing episode. It's going to be fucking fire. Tank versus Garcia. And that Cordina fight I heard was really good. Possible fight of the year type shit. So motherfucking, make sure you keep on tuning. But if you didn't know, we don't mind telling you again that this is the Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm your boy, Kev Waterboy Savoy, a.k.a. the Street Fight Enthusiast. That's your boy, Paul Pickham, one of Constant. He's going to hit you with the best bets every week except this one. Motherfucking. <laughs> and this has been the Totally Blitz Podcast. And if you didn't know, we don't mind telling you, you, and you that you's a bitch.